0: What is up everyone? This is episode twenty-six of All the Way Down. I am Invictus Knox. This is
1: I'm Dash. Uh I'm also here.
0: That's Dash. He's here. I'm here Invictus Knox. We um we are talking well, we just were talking about something um before we started the stream because for some reason my internet decided to be crappy and uh my girlfriend over here is downloading Dark Souls, and then we got to talking about uh some issues with like the mic or the xbox 360 we're talking about how like we didn't have to worry about you know discs being scratched with like the blu-ray era due to how many layers of like protective coating they have
1: Yeah, yeah. When I was, uh, so I worked at GameStop for a while and we took trade ins, right? And you had to check, you know, right? And this is true for any game store that you worked at, right? You got to check the quality of the discs as you take them in. Um, And the time that I was working there was like 360 and PS3 were the main generation for most of. Pretty much the whole time I worked there, uh, and yeah, it was it was uh, there was a huge just stark difference between the quality of 360 and PS3 discs that came in. PS3, the Blu-ray discs, I mean, to some degree, you almost didn't even have to check them because it was like a 99.9 percent. They looked perfect, you know. Uh, and I, th- I think it, yeah, it's just because like. Uh, they Blu-rays seemed to be strong enough where you know people leave their discs laying around probably, um, but yeah they d- that did not seem to harm Blu-rays. 360 discs, on the other hand, uh, had a problem even worse than just like getting normally scratched. Like if you you know if you think of PS2 and uh, r- your regular CDs laying around right and what they look like, 360 games were worse because the my, the the regular ass 360 had this issue where if you ever jostled or turned or moved the system while it was spinning a disc, uh, the disc tray would put a big, gigantic, ugly ring scratch onto the bottom of the disc that would Ugh. destroy it. Like, just totally eat it. Um, and yeah, like, they discs came in like that all the time. Uh, to the point where... Um, GameStop would also do this thing where that you could buy a year warranty per disc, you know, when you bought games for every game you bought, you could buy a year warranty for it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it was a huge thing to sell three (laughs) sixty owners because, you know, Hey, you want to get that warranty in case your system fucking eats the disc. Uh, so yeah, that was, that was just a, a silly thing. But that that you know and that's kind of it though. Um but I guess the thing to talk about with that is disc trays, man. I hate them. Where you press the button and rawr, it comes out and you put the disc in and you hit the button and rawr, it goes back in. Hate it. It's really? the worst it's the worst kind of disc mounting system, I think.
0: Um I'm going to going to go ahead and disagree with that. Uh, yeah,
1: what don't you like?
0: I hate what is at first the best, which is just slot loaders. Um, I think slot loaders, right off the bat, uh, are 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 fantastic. Especially when you're when you're gentle, you put it in there, and you can feel the motors just clamp and then start to pull the disc in gently. You're not pushing against anything. You're not hurting anything. But that's a lot of conditions to be met. Um I'm generally the the best thing. I'm sure you and I will both agree is top loader, like. Mm -hmm. top loader is the best mechanism no matter what because the only thing that can fail as a moving mechanism there uh you know aside from like the laser head you know etc is just the the flap to, to, to put it down and then you know if that fails worse comes to worse if you're not very tech savvy that's what duct tape's for
1: now real quick question on that do you prefer a top loader where you click the disc onto a spindle or do you like the ones where you just kind of set the disc onto the spindle? Do you know what I t- I'm talking about? Uh, I feel, feel like, like I know I, what I, you're
0: kind of going with this, but I don't know exactly.
1: Well, I, I think I only saw this on like boom boxes, really. I've never seen a really? game system do it. Uh, except for maybe the, the PC Engine CD. Uh, where, where you know what I mean? Where, where, like the spindle that holds the disc doesn't grab the disc when you yeah. put the disc in, right? With like the PS One, PS Two, right? GameCube, you click the disc on, but some disc trays, you just kind of it's it's like you just set the disc down. in Is it like in where- the thing? Where once it's like, you
0: close the lid, there's, like, a lever mechanism where the actual disc latch thing then comes into the CD? Yeah,
1: and that's, like, when it grabs it.
0: That's cool. I don't see that very commonly at all. I don't think that's been on any game console I've witnessed, but uh, that's I, I'm not a fan of that particularly because um, I love the feel. And we'll come back. This is, it's all going to come back to the GameCube for me because the GameCube mm. has the best disc loading system no matter what ever of any game console that, I've can come, that, that I'm thinking of, specifically because those three motherfucking ball bearings, those ball oh, bearings yeah. that just slot when you press the button on the center oh, yeah. of the disc loader and it's just the most satisfying click I've ever had from any disc system.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, because I I was going to ask the setup question to get you to say that in in a minute, if you didn't. The Mm. best top-loading one, yeah, absolutely, GameCube. Because, yeah, putting the disc on feels super good, and then having the button on the spindle that you press and it pops the disc off is so perfect. Um, Totally. Now, as far as... Oh, mm-hmm.
0: so I could go down that tangent, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> I was going to say as far as slots go though, like we're ta- we you were talking about slots yes. earlier and how if you may, if you meet all the conditions. Look, not to just like sit here and rave about Nintendo, right, but the Wii Fantastic. had the best slot, right? Like the PS3 has a slot, the 4 and 5 have slots, but those all have a spot where as you put the disc in, you can feel the spot where the disc hits yeah. the the spot where then it grabs the disc and starts taking it with the Wii, it's like you never even feel it you know yeah. it just at some point it took the disc it's like it's like you have the force and you're just like you know gliding it in it's great
0: i'm willing to bet that is uh at the price of mechanical complexity though because I have seen more Wees have ace. Now, listen, this this may just be correlation, not causation. Because I know the the demographic for Wii ownership is old people and really young people who are not very tech savvy. So, grain of salt. But the
1: Wees, I've just seen the highest failure rate of when it comes to slot yeah, failure. I, well, I think the slot is more complicated because it can also take GameCube discs, <clears throat> that and you too. can put a GameCube disc in anywhere, and it needs to like center it. You know what I mean? Self-align, yeah, yeah. And I don't think most uh, I don't think most disc slots can do that. I think it has to be a special one.
0: I um, um, can speak from personal experience. Uh, I I worked on. Uh, I used to work in a facility that repaired a lot of different kinds of printers, like exotic printers. And one of the models was um, from a company called Olivetti, like retro PC people might know that name. It's it's a somewhat common old printer name, um, but they still make them. And uh, the, the the whole point of them is that they print on those uh, sheets of paper that are like pink, white, yellow, where the ink goes through. They send those through, but, like, they're made to do those in such bulk and, like, you know, speed and precision. So that's, like, a a key thing. So they have all these complex self-aligning, like, sensors and, like, you know, motors and, like, all this shit. And I don't know if it's just because the Wii is a Japanese design and not an Italian design like this Olivetti printer is, but, like, dude... Has off to nintendo that that shit didn't fail sooner because i mean to be fair a lot of them failed in the life cycle but the we had a long life cycle but like the Olivetti's that i would fix dude man they would like one sensor goes off the entire machine is down and it has to be sent off to us to repair and it could just be something as oh well you knocked it the wrong way so the sensor when i took it apart looked at it with a screwdriver and see saw that there was nothing wrong and put it back together it just worked again like they're that sensitive amazing that the wii isn't something where you can just bump it which i'm sure a wii gets bumped plenty of times you can't just bump it and that thing's just dicked for the entirety of the time it takes for you to get it back to an rma department you know it's it's impressive it's good engineering but yeah, yeah. there's still lots of wii's that don't work now and you know Light, you know, silver lining, the Wii is the best console to not have a working disk drive because you can easily <laughs> soft mod it, but that's not the point.
1: <laughs> You're right, right. And you can't get the top load in Wii because it also doesn't have Wi-Fi and it only has exactly, composite Exactly, I know.
0: <laughs> Man, I, Speaking... li- I like that Wii, but there's no reason <laughs> for me to buy
1: it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of composite video, so the other thing we were bullshitting about uh, as we were starting up here was you, you were talking about... A friend of yours that was using composite on an HDTV for a while?
0: Yeah, so um, I went to his... Because we were moving in together at this time. I went to his house, and I was like, cool. He says he has a big screen TV. And I was like... I was looking at the games he was playing on it, and I was like, what the fuck? Why does it look so bad? And he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, dude, this it looks like I'm looking through like a fucking cheesecloth on the TV. Like, it looks terrible and i figure out he's he's not a tech savvy person. He um he's got the Xbox 360's composite cables plugged into the composite input of this big screen. Uh it's a um what's that brand? It's a it's a it's a very cheap like one of the chinese budget brands um can't remember the damn name of the the name brand, but it. Let's just say this: it's probably not got a good upscaler in it, is what I'm trying to get mm-hmm. at. So he's running the 480i through his fucking, uh, you know, composite cables, getting com- uh, you know, upscale to 1080p, looking terrible, and that's how he's playing this next gen gaming. And I'm like. Sitting here thinking, like, dude, the last gen Halo game looks better on my TV, which was a CRT, <laughs> yeah, CRT TV at the time. But like, I'm just like, what are you? Do? Why aren't you using these compo- component inputs? And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, you get this cable, and I think this cable that he had in his 360, it was no OEM cable, but I want to say it was one of those cables that's composite on as a Y split and it has com- uh, component cables on the other side oh, off yeah, the yeah. same cable. So I was like, dude, they're right here. Plug these into the fucking TV. What are you doing? <laughs> like, Oh, it just, it killed me. And I was like, then I, and then I realized, um, well, he said, that, I think he said the reason he was doing that was cause the last TV had, didn't have those. So we just never thought to use those cables. Um, oh, sure. And so he just plugged that in and that's how he's been using it. And I'm like, I realized it, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's right." The Wii, 360, PS3 generation is the generation that was like,
1: well, "Are we gonna put HDMI output on it?" Yeah, um, yeah. Also, right, right, right. The 360 and the PS3 did not come with HDMI cables.
0: With or or some of them with ports. Like the very early 360s, I don't think had HDMI out. That's what I want to hear. I want to say, um, and I know for a fact that none of the Wii's ever had HD HD video out.
1: Right, Although, right, right. Yeah, the Wii did not have HDMI. The PS3 did. The 360.
0: I want to say the PS3 had it native all, for every iteration. Um, the
1: 360 yeah, now I can't it. quite remember, but I think you're right. The 360 very first model might not have had an HDMI port on it.
0: Yeah, I think, I think it was right only, I think his is that model. It doesn't have an Wait. HDMI port, but he he has component cable. So basically it's for the folks at that time, which to be fair, um, a lot of people didn't have full 1080p sets at the time, like 720p was the standard really at the time. Uh, here, here in yeah. the states so like a lot of people the component the component cables were going to work just fine in their tv because those go up to 1080i so yeah 720p wasn't a problem with those component cables so they they had hd it just wasn't hdmi if that makes I, sense
1: now I, i'm not positive about this but i i think why PBPR goes up to 1080p
0: uh, uh. i want to say it's because it's analog it can't but okay. I'm, I'm talking on my ass there. I've just only seen that 1080i is the output for compo- or component.
1: Gotcha. So, a um, couple things. Uh, yeah, first of all, it's funny that the PS3, even though it did have an HDMI port on it, it came with composite cables in the box <laughs> is what the PS3 came <laughs> the, with. $600. Five ninety nine ninety nine for the for you know for the higher models four ninety nine ninety nine for the for let's the call
0: it games. what it is though you got PS one cables with
1: yeah your PS3. It, right yeah it was uh <laughs> right right five or six hundred dollar system and it came with composite cables which is pretty hilarious but uh yeah to the point of like of of playing on an HDTV with composite cables uh like a lot of people did so when. Or, or just getting a system that comes with the composite cables. When I got a PS3, I was still using a CRT and not a good one, a shitty one. You same, know? same, actually. Um, yeah, like when when well, I played through Metal Gear Solid Four, I couldn't read any of the text that was on the HUD, you know, because it was <laughs> on a blurry ass shit. Do you, you remember what you had? No, I don't remember the brand, but uh, it. I mean, it was.
0: man i'm gonna say see here's the funny thing because um i had a similar experience where um i didn't have i didn't have an hd crt so it wasn't a widescreen crt it was 480i so um i was taking my ps3 that i got at the time Um, the only reason I had this TV was because it was already in the bedroom that I moved into at the time. So it's a CRT TV and it's not going anywhere, you know? Um, and it was already in like a nightstand and everything. So anyway, we're just like, oh, fuck it. I'm not going to watch it for my main TV. I'm just going to go to sleep to it anyway. Um, but it was like a Toshiba, a Toshiba 480i. So I want to say that I, man, I wish I could remember exactly what it was or what it looked like. I left it there. I didn't take it with me when I moved, of course, but um i have heard that toshiba crts are universally pretty much praised online um just because they came in later in the in the the life cycle of crts when you know the patents ran out for trinitron and such and uh anyway i i had the ps3 on that and i thought it was fantastic like i could read the text um it letterboxed it of course but like I If I got close enough to the screen, maybe like eight feet away, it was fine for me. And I was I thought it was silly playing it on it, but like it never... It, well, first of all, being like a Netflix machine 90% of the time, I was going to be fine with it anyway. But for video games, I played like uh, God of War um, on PS3, but the PS2 game, that's how I played God of War. And I, it, it, I guess it looked just perfect because of the CRT? I don't know. Still letterboxed, but...
1: (laughs) Yeah, what I can tell you about the CRT that I was on is it it was the kind where, like, the screen was on the left side of it and the right, and there was, like, a right panel, you know, that had, like, the buttons and a speaker, a mono speaker, you know? Oh, Uh, Like, it was that kind, and uh, it had had composite... Um, so yeah, so it had a composite video on it though, but like one input and uh, it was probably pretty new, you know, like, like this TV was probably pretty, uh, I, I don't know how to say it, but like, you know, I, I feel like it was a blessing for this TV to have composite video at all, you know <laughs> nice. what I mean? I love those TVs um, actually. So yeah, so that's so that's what I was on on for my PS3 forever, you know. And then when I moved, uh, this was at my parents' house, and when I moved out, um, my room, uh, you know, I needed a TV. Yep. Excuse me, um, I needed a TV, and uh, my roommate sold me a. Uh, I, I got like a really good deal on a defective Vizio TV. Oh. Uh, it was defective in that the HDMI ports didn't work. <laughs> so, and I'm like, all right, you know, I don't, I don't use HDMI on anything anyway. Uh, so I, I set up the PS3, plug com- my composite cables into it, you know, and it looked fine, right? Because I was on a CRT before that. So on this new fancier TV, um, you know, I plug in the, the composite composite and it looks fine but the input lag was awful yeah. like it just and and it's because of what you were saying a minute ago about the um about the upscalers on these things yeah. being shitty and all that uh so so it, it's funny to hear that that uh that someone else you know, is using composite and they're just like, yeah, whatever, you know, because for me it wasn't even the look of the video that bothered me. It was the input lag just on the main menu. I was like, oh, shit, this doesn't work. Uh, so I, you know, that that's what got me to go to the store and get compo- uh, component cables and use those instead, and then it was great. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, 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 unfortunately, I skipped component. I went from composite straight to HDMI, so um, pretty much... Well, it's mostly because I went from the Xbox where I used a CRT to PC for like almost the entire PS3 generation. So, eh, yeah, I, I, I had I had I kind of had HDMI if you consider DVI that, which it is kind of so. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. 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 Um, So that was just our that's our, our, our bullshitting for the start uh, talking uh-huh. about all that stuff. But uh, we, both have, we both have a game that, uh, that we've been talking about for a few episodes, because you keep thinking that we were just about to play it, but uh, it was an October thing. And so we've been playing Tomb Raider, the Angel of Darkness, which is notoriously the shittiest Tomb Raider game. Really? Notoriously- the shittiest? Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, Th- this game is is universally hated and panned. Good, uh, <laughs> good. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, not. Have you played Tomb Raider before? Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, we both we both had a demo that we played. Yep. Uh, and then we both like saw the movie in theaters or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that was us going into this, and uh, yeah. Squirrel suit. So
0: that was the movie. So na-
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 let's talk about the things we remember from the Tomb Raider movie because we both saw it. <laughs>
0: um, Lara Croft, uh, I remember.
1: I remember Angelina Jolie. Yeah, and she had side boob for a second. There's a oh, part where like she takes seconds. her shirt off, and there's a side boob shot. Yeah, uh, definitely remember that. And there was I'm going to be part honest, where I don't she-
0: remember that very well. I'm going to have to look that up later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's a part where she like puts a uh like a disc in uh okay there's like a part where the guy has like a treasure like a like a disky unlocky thing and he <laughs> puts it into a thing on the ground was there a ps1 a... cameo ps1 cameo
0: yeah what well, are you talking about like someone found a disc and put it into a ps1 in the tomb raider movie
1: no, no, oh, no, no, oh. no. I'm talking to, It's like an artifact he's got. Oh. They're in like a cave and he's got like an artifact that's going to like... in That's going to interface with this thing on the ground. You know what I mean? No, um, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> and he's... I think it's like the opening of the movie and he's about to put it in the thing and Lara Croft is like, wait, that's incorrect. You should actually put it in this thing on the wall over here and she's standing like next to another interface on the wall and then they put it in that one and it's good right because laura knew and they didn't know or something
0: did someone this get is, mad because a woman just told them up and on the in jo- the job is, uh is that, that was
1: probably part of the scene yeah, yeah like the a little bit of scoffing like uh-huh. oh, oh oh you know but then she <laughs> was right um yeah But okay, that's like that. That's like the only thing I remember. There's also a part where there's like some kind of egg artifact thing and they like drop it into a volcano or something. But that might have been the second movie because the second movie was called like the crucible of of life or there was a second movie. Yeah, there's two of them. And I saw both of them. And these are the only two images from the movies that I remember. <laughs> Disc thing in the wall and egg in the volcano. And that's all I got. All right. I was going to say, I,
0: I, need, I need to rewatch this because I have no idea about... I didn't even know there was a second movie. Did it, did it still have Angelina Jolie in it?
1: Yeah. I. Th- Weird. I think so. I might be totally wrong here, but that's kind of what's uh, funny I, is I, I, I just I remember, remember nothing.
0: I think I remember last time saying um, that I very well may be confusing a few plot points over with Triple X.
1: <laughs> oh, right. The Vin Diesel movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: The Vin Diesel movie and the Ice Cube movie. And uh, what, there was another movie that was like in the same vein of Triple X, but I can't remember what it was. Um, it wanted oh, to be Triple X real bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't remember. I Or, well, are you talking about, like, The Transporter with Jason Statham?
0: No, but I kind of low-key love The Transporter. <laughs> okay, I've never seen it. It's actually, like, a pretty good, like, Spike TV aired it, if that tells you anything. But, like, sure, sure. it's a good, it's a good, uh, well, I've only seen, like, one or two of them, but. They were good. I, I dug them. Um, it was not the transporter. It, it, it's it's another movie that's just I I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to get stuck on this anyway. Oh sure. We're sure. talking about Tomb Raider, the worst the worst game of the series apparently. The but, Angel
1: um, of Darkness. Yeah, for PlayStation Two. Uh, so I finished it. Mm. You've played it for. It took me twenty hours to finish it. Wait hey, um, wait wait
0: wait wait wait. Can we? Can I? Um. Can you hold that up for the camera? because i sorry audio listeners i just wanted to show um for the fact i don't know if there has ever been a time or ever will be a time again where two people will have a copy of this in their hands <laughs> together at the same time ever so i just wanted to have that on screen um i don't know that there's very many fans this game and going along through it um i don't really know how much i'm going to be able to contribute to it because like like dash just said he just beat the game i'm probably at level like five and it's non-linear so it's like i'm kind of like at level eight and level three at the same time um but i will say the number one theme i can i can point out about the entire game is all the money went into the voice acting and like the actual cutscenes of the voice acting like that's where all the money went in my opinion
1: yeah, so the very broad opinion that I have of this game is that it is really good on paper. This game was a good idea and it w- they the plan that they clearly had for this game was good mm. as in like the writing the and like you said the voice acting and um the the general plot of the game i think is quite good the voice acting is uh, hit or miss most of the time it's good but yeah, some of
0: yeah. them are just like holy shit they weren't even in the same room talking in talking to each other like yeah this it's, is bad. it's
1: not all great <laughs> um but yeah for the most part like yeah the writing and uh and, and all that is good also um I also think a lot of the level design in the game is quite good, but they, like, the game is horribly, horribly unfinished. And, uh... And it suffers from the most unresponsive controls of any oh. game I have ever played. Yeah, it's bad. It, the controls are so bad that you thought they were tank controls and mm-hmm. didn't even like know that, it w- that they weren't because you couldn't even tell.
0: I've been telling people they were tank controls until just <laughs> now and you literally told me they weren't. I thought that was... Man... I thought they were just really poorly executed tank controls because the way I, you turn around is like, man, you kind of almost have to dial in your motions at a certain point. Like I can get Laura to look right uh, in probably about what takes about a person five minutes to take an 18 point turn to get out of a yeah, a fucking parallel parking space or or I can hold right on the joystick and hit circle and jump and do this wild somersault jump to the right and land perfectly on what i want to do
1: oh for me it was the opposite it was like any time that i wanted to jump forward but i wanted to make like a slight kind of adjustment left or right she would just side flip off into the abyss and oh kill yeah me. yeah yeah like eh- like, the side flip was only there to troll me most of the time. <laughs> the
0: side but, flip's the only uh, way I knew how to actually scale things. Um, uh, f- front flipping, man, not only does this game... Um... Okay, so think about this. You're on a cliff. You're going to jump over a precipice to another cliff edge. Think about the actions you're going to take. You're going to step back. You're going to run. You're going to jump. And then you're going to land. This game introduces, for I guess, quote unquote realism, an extra step in there where you have to, to do the grab too. You have to not only get there, you have to hit the button to latch on and then hold on and then pull yourself up and get the traditional... Lara Croft butt shot camera as she climbs up onto the cliffs. Okay, so,
1: yeah. I got I got a huge gripe with this, though. Yeah. So, yes, if you if you need to grab onto a ledge, you have to hit X with somewhat good timing mm-hmm. for her to grab the ledge. However, if she ever grabs the ledge on her own, like if you walk off of a ledge or something and she grabs it, or once she's already grabbed it... <laughs> The X button is now what drops you from <laughs> <Yep>. the ledge. <laughs> so it also it's, drops you. <laughs> it's so fucked. Um so fucked. Yeah, 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 like okay, we got to start from the from the beginning on the controls. Go like l- let's just talk about the ru- the m- the walking for a second. Um th- part of the reason you probably thought this was tank controls is because like if you press the stick uh well I'll get that into that in a second. First of all, when you hit the stick in a direction, there's like it feels like there's a half a second to a full second before yeah. she actually starts moving. Also, if you whack the stick all the way, right? Like you're not you're not feathering it or anything. You just you you hit the stick to move. There's like a fifty percent chance that she starts jogging and like a fifty percent chance that she just walks like four paces and then starts jogging. You also have a
0: modifier. You can choose to make it so you can force yourself not to be able to run.
1: Yeah. This is without even talking about like the walking mode. This is if you're on normal jogging mode. Sometimes she just fucking walks for a few seconds before (laughs) jogging. Um, and then, yeah, if you, if you want to move in a direction that's behind you though, like you hold back on the stick or just back in relation to where Lara is on the screen, she does this turnaround that looks like it's tank controls. You know, when you have tank controls and you do the quick turn button, she looks like that, where she turns around and stops and then starts walking in that direction. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it might be the jog and it might be the walk into jog. <laughs> and like, it's just, it's so goddamn clunky. Like and and, uh, and if you but that's only if like you want to walk forward or you want to turn around and walk the other way if you want to like turn her 90 degrees like you have to do to line up a lot of jumps it's very difficult to do that without her moving and Taking walking a few and steps. stuff yeah, around it's fucked. yeah like, and, and this game has fallen... a lot
0: i mm-hmm. i've fallen off so many clips because of that
1: yeah this game has a lot of parts in it where you right you just want to like turn her Right or left a little bit to line up your next jump, because if you don't, if the jump that you want to make is thirty degrees to the right, and you try to like jump with your stick pointed at that, she's gonna fucking side flip ninety degrees to the right and kill you. You know, yep. so you gotta turn her. It's like the the game wants tank controls, right? Which is what the other Tomb Raiders had, uh, they? but this, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the 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 PS one Tomb Raiders were tank controls, and this one isn't. Uh, and it's horrible because of it. Um, so yeah, that's like just the general feeling of walking. Uh, but then yeah, the, like the the unresponsiveness kind of extends to every other action as well. Like I feel like when you hit jump, it might happen right away. It might happen after a step or two. Um,
0: or it might happen after she decides to align herself with the proper platform.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. And and just. Oh my god. There 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 are parts where like okay there's oh there's shit where like you only have you, you only have so much grip when you're climbing. If you're climbing a wall or yeah, climbing across a, a beam, there's a grip meter. But sometimes if you're holding the button, the or holding the stick to climb, she'll just stop. Until you release the stick and press it again, and then she'll continue. (laughs) But the timing on some of the grip stuff is super tight because the game is designed in a way where, like, sometimes you don't have enough strength to be able to climb across something, or you'll run out of grip first. So, first, you have to do something else in the level that makes Lara stronger and essentially, like, essentially, like, levels up her grip. And then you'll have just enough to make it, but that means that when this thing happens, where like you're climbing and she just stops, and then you have to release the stick and press it again. If you don't do that fast enough, you'll run out of grip and fall and die before you make it to the platform you have to make it to because of how they timed it out. Like it's oh so my, this it's is, unbelievable.
0: This is my problem. Like in general, it can be rooted back to to the grip meter. Is the meter is not an actual grip meter, so you think about this think think about like holding on to like a rope that you're climbing between buildings on you're not going to worry about how long you're on that uh you're on that tightrope per se before you fall off you're going to be worried about how much grip you have on the rope. And as yeah, you like take each yeah, like if there's wind
1: step, blowing you or something, mm-hmm. like, oh, how much can I gri- Hold on.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, you, and and with each grip, like you have to take your one hand off, one hand on, one hand off, one hand on. You're gonna feel the difference in fatigue with each step, quote unquote. And then, yeah, there's wind. There's other external factors as well. So it's like putting that on a timer seems so stupid, especially because you know Laura's animation. Listen, this is the PS2 era. I feel like at this point you can kind of forgive some things, but like if she's just going to straight up just walk across the whole time and show no like visual hints of fatigue except for like a time meter, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like she could have just been like, Oh, start shaking a little bit as she gets to the bottom of the meter or as she takes more steps, the meter just kind of changes acceleration as it loses, you know, Something like that would yeah. have made it a little bit more 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 um, realistic to me. But the realism is not what I wanted to bitch about. But the, the, the fact that it's just a timer makes it so that you can't do certain things um uh without getting strength. And let's let's just talk about how it's not because you don't have enough meter To do them, it's because Laura goes up to them and goes, I don't feel like I can do that yet. I don't feel (laughs) like I have enough strength. I'm not strong enough to do that yet. And how does Laura get strength? Oh, it turns out Laura gets strength by going that way, like 30 feet, and then walking into a room and then picking up a candy bar. But like before she even, you know, she sees the candy bar. She doesn't pick it up yet. She sees the candy bar in this room, and then it goes, I feel stronger now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So this is something that I'm half and half on because from a level design standpoint, I don't hate what they were trying to do. but It's the execution. But it's the execution. It's ridiculous when she says it out loud, right? Where it's like there's a... Right, like there's a, a thing that she can't push or pull yet because she's not strong enough. God, but then it. when you have her go kick a door open, she kicks the door open and then says, "My legs feel stronger now." <laughs> yes, and then you can go and then you can go push the box. Right. Oh. Level design-wise, this is fine. It makes it so you have to do things in a certain order, even though the things are presented to you non-linearly. It's almost like Resident Evil or something, right? Where you see a puzzle before you can solve it, and then you find the solution somewhere else, and then you backtrack and you go do the thing that you saw before, and that's fun. But the idea that, like... the I'm gonna, I'm gonna like you can go kick ahead. a door down and then your legs are immediately stronger, <laughs> stronger. Yeah. is so ridiculous.
0: It's like I feel like it's half like tongue in cheek uh cutscene like Laura talking to the to the player, kind of like, yeah, you see that shit? My legs feel stronger now, you know? It could yeah. be that, but it's probably not. I'm just you're trying to give it the benefit of the doubt here. My whole thing is like I I <sighs> I'm going to fully agree with you here in that it's weird and how I too actually kind of think the level design is good. I like the linearity of the certain levels that are linear. Um, I, I, I like the progression through them. I like the almost like, um, I haven't played Metal Gear Solid yet, but like almost like the Metal Gear Solid where you want to avoid the patrols that come through because they're after you, a uh, certain aspect to that. That's fun. Um, They don't really pose much of a threat to where I am in the game right now because you kind of just avoid a floor and you're good. I'm sure they get harder later on, but either way, uh, I do like the level and how it plays out. I can't enjoy it because the controls will not allow me to. It's insane. I feel. Have you ever seen that Steam game? It's like an indie game. I can't remember what it, exactly what it was called, but it looked like a track and field kind of game where the whole point is to use your keyboard to control the each individual muscle groups of a oh, person. You talking about Quap? I don't know, but it's to get them to like run like the 100 meter dash or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what... That, dude,
1: that... I think it was a browser game, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's like a flash
0: game. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, th- anyone who's played that or have seen that knows how comedically hilarious it, it is to try and actually get someone to run even one foot, let alone 100 meters. So like, mm-hmm. that is what I feel like playing, going through these levels. I feel like I'm playing through that awful motion character where Laura can spend 10 minutes in goddamn place turning 90 degrees... 30 degrees, 90 degrees. Is this the right wall? Okay, I'm going to jump up, jump up. No, no, no. Jump up this way, jump up this way, jump up this way. Still in the same place. I'm just turning, pivoting in place to jump up. Okay, now I got a grip. There we go. Now we can climb up. Oh, I fell off. Got to do that again. Oh, damn it. No, get back to where you were standing before. Okay, now jump here. No, god damn it. Get closer. Jump now. Okay, jump again. Okay, now we're back up here again. Fuck, I fell again. All right, I'm using my save up here. I'm Fuck this race. I'm put, using my save. I'm saving up here. I'm not doing this shit oh, yeah. again. <laughs> so, yeah, we so should mention. We should so mention this is part of a race where we have a limited yeah, amount of saves.
1: <laughs> yeah, this game lets you save anywhere as much as you want, but for the for the, like, the... Yeah, the competition. We have a, an ink ribbon sy- system, essentially. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. Okay. So the um, controls suck. Is what I was getting. at. Yeah. <laughs> for hours, for hours, it is a constant struggle with the controls. A slog. Um, but then even once you get used to the controls, though, for me, the the thing that like really did the game in, um, is how much stuff especially in the later levels, starts to just feel straight-up unfinished. Like, I won't get into too many specifics with you, because you haven't seen it yet, but there's stuff where, like, sound effects are missing, or certain... certain just things, certain effects or things are missing from the game, where, like, Lara will just keel over and die at times, and you're just like what the fuck even killed me, you know? Uh, because there was no sound, you didn't oh. see anything, you know? And it's just like... I, it, or, or just things that are just totally nonsensical, you know? I, I, um, I'm
0: i getting the impression that this is the Sonic 06 of Tomb Raider games.
1: Yeah, so... I And, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess the difference being, though, that, like, you can see... You can see the good game that they were trying to make with Sonic 06. You don't even see that, right? Sonic 06 is like they're trying to make like Sonic and this like human girl fuck, and it's like really weird. <laughs> Whoa! What? Um, I need to play you know, this. <laughs> but like, uh but this, the Tomb Raider though, it's like y- you can see the good game that it could have been, you know uh and like i would even say look i would even say that overall in the context of like friendly competition playing this game i liked it overall i oh, enjoyed yeah. playing it as a competition um, game for sure could you imagine yeah.
0: could you imagine spending sixty dollars on this no 60 uh, 60, uh 2004 dollars
1: Right. Because like, no, I couldn't because the, some of the fun that I had with the game is like when the really fucked up stuff happened, that was super <laughs> frustrating. You know, I could at least think like, oh, man, I, it's going to be funny to see other people deal with this. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, And so that was definitely like part and, of it.
0: And that's such a cool thing to experience as an adult. You know, this did not exist as a kid there was no yeah. there was no I bet Jimmy down the street in the neighborhood isn't gonna I bet he's gonna have a fun time with this shit fuck him right yeah. and like <laughs> you know I'm gonna check his run right I'm gonna watch his videotape of his you know camcorder of his TV I'm gonna watch that shit we're gonna verify mm-hmm. our times this didn't exist back then it's fantastic Right. So, so yeah, that fun.
1: definitely added like a fun. It, it, it made the frustrating parts uh, a lot more fun yeah. because, you know, it, it was more about like, you know, who can, who can figure it out the fastest. But, uh, oh, yes, but yeah. So,
0: you're, you're this and that demo as a kid, that's all your Tomb Raider experience is right now, right? Right. Okay. How do you feel about the new, new Tomb Raider games? The reboot, the, the, um, the Uncharted Wannabes, quote unquote.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They seem like they're probably fine if you like Uncharted, you might like those also. Do you like Uncharted? Uh, I am a little sick of Uncharted. Sick I I, of it. I did like it for a while, you know. Like I, I played the first three and enjoyed them. Mm. I couldn't finish the fourth one though. And I didn't Whoa. play them right in a row. Like I, I played I played each one as it came out, right? Really? And then yeah, when I got to the fourth one, I was just like, eh, you know, I'm just kind of done with this. With this style of game, yeah, I get you that. know Did you, well, narration and characters with really good writing. I know they're really well written and they're mm-hmm. really well voice acted, but it's just like, oh, they talk to each other, and now there's a third person shooter section where we shoot a bunch of dudes, uh, <laughs> right? And then it's back to the talking and it's and it's walking. a very
0: it's it's a very low hanging fruit for the gaming industry in this in this well not this era but the PS3 era. I want to say you know especially with like games like Dark Souls and uh, uh, fucking Tomb Raider I guess came out a little bit later too like it's very common for the third person shooter to be a thing Gears of War got it really popular too you know not yeah. that those are comparable but you know the formula I guess so I guess I've just come to expect it from that era but man I, Uncharted 3 was what was kind of like ugh, I was disappointed by it. but Uncharted 4 honestly second place for best Uncharted
1: mm, in, yeah in my after opinion. 2 I'm guessing yeah after 2 for sure. Um, yeah, you know, I, I guess I would say, like, I mean, if I hadn't played 1, 2, and 3, right, and I just mm-hmm. played 4, I would have loved it, right? Or maybe even if I had only played 2 or something, right, I would have loved 4. It's just, I the thing is, I also played Golden Abyss on Vita, right? Oh, so I Uncharted, didn't get to play that. Did you like that? Uh, it was great. Uh, Can you, know, you talk especially about as, well, for Well, I mean, it was an Uncharted game on Vita. Uh, Is that and a good thing? As, I don't. Ha- I, yes.
0: I don't even have Vita exposure.
1: No, uh, it was it was very good. Uh, one thing that really stood out to me about Golden Abyss was that it was the one game where gyro aiming kind of felt nice to me, you oh, know? Really? And I think that was part of the handheld. I think it was part of the fact that it was handheld. Uh, so, um, like,
0: uh, the only use I found out of that for the PS3, the DualShock 3 controls, um, was grenades. Grenade aiming was made fantastic by the gyroscopic changing, like, controls of the PS3 where you could just hit R1, And it would give you that little white line, and you tilted the controller back towards you, and you just saw the arc get taller, and Mm, you saw mm -hmm. it get closer, but you saw it also get over objects that it didn't get before, and now it can hit a person. So it's like, oh, cool, that's badass. Love that. So that was in the PS Vita, and you liked it, though.
1: Uh, yeah, because it was like you know the Vita has those tiny sticks, right? Mm-hmm. And so, which feel nice, right? But as far as like the third person shooter, like precise controlling, right? It was uh, it it was nice to be able to use the stick for kind of your macro movements, and then just kind of l- use little tilts on the controller for little I, micro movements of aiming. You know, I love
0: that Mia's using um, your finger as a stick right now.
1: Oh, yeah. She, so,
0: uh. Audio listeners, there's like always this adorable cat in Dash's lap, and she's just got his whole hand, like just as a controller right now. You should check us out live on YouTube sometime if you're listening to this in audio. We appreciate you. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every um, other Wednesday night. Every other Wednesday night. I'm looking at the prices of a Vita right now. So, like, uh, what is, what is they, what do they go for now?
1: Oh, I got no idea. Um, um.
0: Price charting but... is, well, shit. Hang on. PlayStation Vita system is one I want to find. but I want to see if I can eventually get a Vita because I was I saw um, I want to say it was modern vintage gamer post on Twitter that the Vita OLED screen holds mm-hmm. up remarkably well today compared to the new switch OLED screen.
1: Yeah, the Vita's, so make sure you get an original Vita then, Mm -hmm. because they did like a little bit of a redesign to the Vita at some point, and it doesn't have an OLED screen anymore on the redesigns. So you gotta, yeah, you gotta get those first ones. Uh, And yeah, that's, the screen on that thing looks incredible. That was Was like the... the, Was
0: the Slim the one that you don't want then?
1: Yeah. Okay, so there's the Vita 3G Wi-Fi
0: Edition, there's the... Dude, there's a dev kit. Oh, they just have a listing for it here. Um, There's the first edition. So basically, anything that's not the Slim, then.
1: Yeah. Let's check Uh, out. Which there was like a Wi Fi only version or a 3G Wi Fi. Because with the Vita, they wanted to have three. They wanted to use 3G to do like asynchronous multiplayer kind of stuff. Like for you to have online connectivity on your games uh, anywhere, you know? Like if. Was the
0: was the Wi-Fi edition only uh, uh, any different, or did it did have the same exact specs, just no 3G? Because
1: exactly, yep, same specs.
0: Okay, so that's the one I probably want if it's cheaper. Because uh, I guess I don't I don't know (laughs) I don't know how many collectors of video games listen to us right now, but I I would assume at least a couple. But um, insider news. If you can consider it insider. Um, I follow tech news because I'm in the IT world. Um, and uh, I, I came, came across my dashboard the other day that, guess what? The United States is now beginning the process of phasing out 3G networks. So oh, pretty yeah? much. Um, they've sent the letter to the big carriers. Um, and they're going to slowly start phasing out the smaller carriers as well. That all 3G cellular data towers, um, assumedly from the FCC are now going to be shut down. So um, basically, older smartphones that are not 4G or 5G capable will no longer work um, on data anyway. I don't know about, you know, voice and text and shit, but that means the 3G on Vita's will not work either. So I'm, I'm looking at a loose price right now. If you have a loose Vita, that shit's still looking at like 150 bucks.
1: I I would expect the 3G to not work on Vita anyway, because yeah. I think you had to have like a Vita specific special plan, and it oh was only God. with a certain carrier. It might have been Sprint or Verizon or something. I think there was only one carrier that it even works with. Really? And yeah, they, they probably don't offer it anymore, I would guess. Probably not. Uh, yeah. It's like buying well, a
0: JDM car in the United States and expecting the car phone to work. <laughs> sure
1: but anyway so uncharted right i was just saying i was just saying that uh you're not uh, a car you know, person i, <laughs> I love that i hit <laughs> like sure I, well ca, well car uh, dude car the idea of a car phone is funny because, It's hilarious. Like, na- nowadays we you it's illegal to even be on your phone <laughs> in a car you know like on yeah. your cell phone um so yeah a car fo- like that. a fucking coiled car phone yeah. le- or coiled cord car phone is is funny remember the seinfeld where someone steals jerry's car and they call the car phone it was of his car that they stole <laughs> it was the and,
0: the mechanic the mechanic stole it because he fell in love with jerry's fucking sob <laughs> and it well, was actually what? the same it was actually david putty same character uh, the guy who voices Steve from Family Guy has the real deep voice. Plays a a bunch of different characters with that voice. Guy from
1: uh, Hercules. Right. he yeah. was the mechanic. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, was there hilarious. was the other. There was the other mechanic that was the guy that played Ray Ray's brother in Everybody yeah. Loves Raymond. Wait a minute. He was all. He was also
0: there. You're right because he all yeah no am i mixing up characters because he yeah ray's brother and everyone loves raymond was also the mechanic who was giving him shit about not changing his oil on time or something
1: right right they, i think they were both mechanics and they, the they show. definitely had to be they um were. yeah because i remember there being a, a patrick waterburton that's that's patrick the, warburton uh, yeah yeah the guy's name um Yeah, uh, because I do remember there being a scene where, like, Elaine is – because he was Elaine's boyfriend. Yep. uh, And I remember – her like asking him his prices on a bunch of stuff while they were making love right (laughs) to like see if the other mechanic was a good deal or something (laughs) anyway anyway uncharted uh Uh. i i was just saying the only reason i didn't finish four is because i was just burnt out on that formula you know and then I feel like tomb the new Tomb Raiders are a very similar formula. The only yeah. like remarkable thing that I remember people talking about with the new Tomb Raider is that the uh, death scenes are super brutal, you know Ooh. and I you know I don't know that's not enough to make me interested I, in playing a game if it's otherwise going to be too much like uncharted
0: i per- yeah, so I you know I'm biased because I love Uncharted, but I understand the fatigue with the formula um I have this thing, I guess, where I'm really interested in playing the new Tomb Raiders because I like Uncharted, like I said. But um, the redesign—I remember when those games were announced. The redesign for Lara, everyone was like, "Whoa, what the fuck? This is terrible!" Uh," And then, of course, like at the time, you know, the real edgy crowd were just like, "They're just making her less," you know. How bimboy like she used to be, and this is mm-hmm. because women in gaming, rah rah rah, etc. But like, I didn't care about that because it looked like it gave a side to Laura that we never got to see before, which is, uh I'm a fucked up person. This is what I do because I'm fucked up because I'm damaged because this shit happened to me. um I'm paraphrasing because I haven't played them, but that's the kind of the plot like uh, idea I got from from uh, from a. <laughs> I think I actually read a
1: magazine review on that actually, but um, yeah. Like, the old Lara was, like, femme fatale, Yeah, she's femme fatale. Like a Bond girl, almost. Literally. While while the new Tomb Raider is, like, shit, she's, like, a survivalist, right? Mm -hmm. She's, like, she's just, you know... um,
0: She's been through some fucked up... And, you know, I I kind of appreciate both sides, because... uh, I mean, like, you get Barbarella, or you get, like the hero's journey, right? Like, they're both valid storylines. Yeah. I, I, I think what I just didn't like the most was the fact that Tomb Raider is just such, like, an entrenched, like male eye candy kind of game, you know? It's like they tried to... I don't have a problem with the redesign. I I guess I should say that right off the bat. I don't mind that Laura looks like a completely different person. My problem is that she looks like a completely different person. (laughs) She looks like a human now, and I, I don't care about that at all. I think it's cool, and I like the interpretation. It's just not what I thought, because I feel like the looks of Laura have evolved such to where the movie made from it even continued that expectation with like the kind of I don't know if do you call Angelina Jolie bimboish in the face? You know, it's not. There's uh, not. There's not a word I really can describe it. To, to uh, you know, it's. I, I'm just trying to say like it's like the 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 you'd see them on like a male magazine cover. That you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. The new the new Lara Croft just has like hey, that's a human being kind of look like. Yeah, so, yeah. so that's like the it's like just a tonal change, I guess, is the only market difference. But that didn't put me off on it at all because again, I was like, oh shit, that kind of looks like Uncharted, and it's Tomb Raider. Maybe I'll check that out because I would like to get into the original games, and that seems like a cool way to see. And I did. I I, I don't okay. I, I don't know what the actual games are like right now. I don't know if they're a prequel to the original series or if they're like. Um, like, do they explain the story, or is it just like a dramatic retelling of the PS1 games? I don't know. So, if it's like a, a prequel, then I'm kind of all about it, and I want to check it out first because mm. I, I don't know why. I just like I like doing things story linear wise. But <clears throat> um,
1: yeah. The the only thing that worries me about the comparisons to Uncharted, and also, I mean, this even kind of goes with the idea of the character being less femme fatale and more, like, about survival is that it makes it sound like it's more of an action game and less of a adventure game and less of a puzzle game. You know what I mean? Like, from what I understand, again, this is coming from someone also who hasn't played any Tomb Raiders except <laughs> for Angel of Darkness, but I'm pretty sure, like, Tomb Raider is about being in, like, a room that's got a bunch of shit you can pull and push, and you gotta, like... It's like a puzzle. It's not high
0: action. Yeah.
1: Right. It's like a puzzle that you got to get through. Like, there's some platforming. There's some traps that you got to avoid. Uh... And uh, and there's, like, a big puzzle to solve to get the treasure, right? To raid the tomb. Uh, while, yeah, when you think about Uncharted, though, you think of more of a linear mm-hmm. action game with lots of exciting set pieces and stuff. And then every once in a while they do stop and have you do kind of a quote-unquote puzzle. Yeah, uh, yeah. But not sure. really.
0: It's not, like, a constant puzzle thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, you Good know, point. I can I can see the... The worry about that. If I were to play a Tomb Raider game, I would de- right now. That's not Angel of Darkness. I would definitely go for the PS One games. I think. I think
0: I'm in the same boat, yeah. Because I want to experience real Laura to me. Like
1: I, I think that's this.
0: Like I think I think Pyramids of Giza on your chest, Laura is like the Laura everyone knows in their heart and soul. I don't think mm-hmm. when everyone, I think when when I say Laura Croft to you, I think polygons come up in your head. That's all I'm gonna mm-hmm. say. So, and you know what polygons those are? That's up to you. But for me, I think of just like I think Virtua Fighter graphics, which is funnier because I don't think Lara ever had graphics
1: that bad. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's uh, like yeah, like I I immediately think of all the ads I saw for Tomb Raider yeah. when I had like magazines when I was younger, right? And then there mm-hmm. would be a Tomb Raider ad, right? Dude, uh,
0: can we anyway. can we talk about something funny about the game too? Because like. Okay. You, you Angel hit, of Darkness? Yes, you hit the circle button in Angel of Darkness to crawl triangle. Is it triangle? Triangle? Yeah. I thought well, you're right it is triangle.
1: Yeah, the triangle. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I felt bad so, about having that on stream. I was I like, know, Whoa. dude. Okay, right, let's get back to Angel of Darkness for a minute. So sometimes you gotta crawl, and the fucking position that Lara gets into to crawl, and the position that the camera gets into to show the crawling is, like, uh... Shameless?
0: Let me describe to you the only way in which this game got developed. Does it have good cutscenes? Yeah. Okay. Fine. Voice acting good. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right. Cool. All right. Hey, did you throw that thing in there? I told you to throw in there. Oh (laughs) God. Yeah. We threw. Show me. Show me right now. That that
1: thing I told you. That
0: thing I told you about. Need it in there. Triangle. That's what I needed in there. Okay. Stamp of approval. It's done. Game sent. Uh, (laughs) That's how that had to go down.
1: Oof! It's uh, it's, yeah, oh. it's, it's embarrassing to have on screen. Um, so that's a thing. Uh, it, uh, also, like, combine it with the clunkiness, where you know, even if you only have to crawl for five feet, it's gonna feel like it took three minutes. You know, um, now oh
0: this God. is this is something. This is actually a greater topic we could talk about at some point if we're even interested in it. But just to just to put this put this in perspective context is so important we have to realize in what is this 2003 2004 um we are talking about a game whose series and main draw and all the money has ever come from are people you'd see going to like you know see the tomb raider movie going to watch spike tv all the time you know these kinds of people the people who, like, the man show was, like, the best 30 minutes of their day <laughs> at the time. So, like, they're going to buy these games. These are, is what I'm saying is dudes. Dudes are going to buy this. And I, I don't mean just men. Man, I mean just fucking dudes are just going to buy this game. And they're going to go home and they're going to fucking talk about how man gonna go buy a game today on 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 fucking zanga.com or some bullshit and they're gonna uh they're not gonna talk on the internet until tomorrow and they're gonna go home to that GameStop get their game go home and get their camera angle and they're gonna go oh yeah cool fucking tomb raider laura croft this is what i bought this shit for and they're not gonna think about it again because no one else looked at them no one's gonna judge them no one's gonna be like oh you played the tomb raider game like what's that like oh well you know it's cool it's got these puzzles and all this shit and uh you know ass shut oh cool whatever you know (laughs) cool that it's got that man fuck yeah fist bump or whatever we did back
1: then (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah okay so you, right you're talking about the kind of person that it's like oh i always uh, i not, like to well, play as a lady character cause i just want i just want to see your ass while i'm playing it the whole time you're like talking yes. about that guy
0: that, that kind of guy <laughs> but not even the person just the context of the over, like the overall context of the time people just bought their games took them went home didn't have to worry about being judged for because it, it wasn't no one was streaming them no one was making videos about them um, magazines talked about them and and gave you these already insanely edgy and, and sex charged ads that were like you know you you kind of got what you paid for anyway and, okay um, yeah yeah yeah. you know maybe like maybe like x play on g4 would give it like a, a a shitty two out of three rating and not explain too far into why
1: but that's like that's, that's the most exposure that that would get right okay i see what you're saying you're saying th- before streaming was a thing yeah. Maybe games had a little bit were a little bit more shameless with fan service, perhaps.
0: That's the one side of it. So the other mm-hmm. side of it is: so this game was developed by IDOS Interactive. Um, uh,
1: how, I think they published it, or they published it, was it made by Core Design.
0: Actually, you're right. Yeah, Core Design and IDOS Interactive. So Core Design, I don't know what the makeup of their dev team was at the time, but. If there were women on that dev team, if big if, they probably kind of had to suck that shit up, you know. Like I kind of feel bad if they had to. I feel bad if that's kind of like what you're drawing. Like that's what you're you're known for, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I wonder because at the same. Like I, I, it had I do an think awkward work environment at least. Probably, Um, yeah. Right, like it, it. It is weird because like on one hand Lara is is like one of the original like big ladies in gaming, right? Uh one of yeah. the one of the biggest things of like a, a, a strong female lead in a game. But yes, at the same time, uh at the same time the some of the like weird fan service stuff uh Feels a little—I I don't even know what the word is. It's—it's uh, it's a little out um, of place. So, so, um, so, just to
0: let you know, um, I just looked up here at the games that um, that uh, Core Design worked on. <clears throat> they are pretty much well known for the Tomb Raider series, uh, starting in 1996 on the PS1. But they got a—they f- got a bunch of games going back before that, all of which just look like. DOS. Um, there's a bunch of Amiga games. Uh, Sega, Sega Genesis. Like, they did Hook for Sega Genesis. Um, it's a pretty... Monty Python's Flying Circus, uh, Mole. there's Chuck Rock, Heimdall, Chuck Rock 2, Hook, Premiere, Wolfchild, Wonder Dog, Asterisks, and The Great Rescue, uh, Cyberpunks, Dark Mirror, BC Racers. These are... I don't really know any of these games, but... Uh, Soulstar, Bubba, and Sticks. That sounds familiar.
1: This is all core. W- okay, this what is all core. What did they-
0: Oh, they also developed Fighting Force. Love that game. Good beat 'em up. Very sexual female character in that though. um They did all these Tomb Raider games. Uh, another game called Hurdy Gurdy. That's
1: interesting. Wait a second. This game was made by IDOS. Was it IDOS? N- so maybe Core is the producer, I because I, I'm looking. Well, I'm looking at the credits in the game, and IDOS Interactive has credits like artists, composer, programmer. It, so, and so, so, so Core
0: Design on the Wikipedia page, with all the Tomb Raider, all the Tomb Raider listings are in the section called Games Developed.
1: Interesting, because so what what role did Crystal Dynamics have in all this then? Because I thought they made the PS1 Tomb Raider games
0: oh good question not sure about that but essentially all i'm trying to say is i doubt there were a whole lot of women on the dev team and if there were you know i guess at a certain point you have to be like well you're known for tomb raider but hang on i would, I, I, w- I would go with that defense if they didn't have this extensive list of video games that are not at all sexually charged <laughs> before before that
1: yeah um yeah i guess one thing i'll say about like the fan servicey kind of stuff or just like like well because we're talking about like the crawling position and this yeah. game being very weird is that i don't even really mind that stuff as long as it's done in like a stylish way that's believable for the character yeah for example like bayonetta is a character that has a lot of like sexual energy mm-hmm. but she like her character owns it more you know and it doesn't feel out of place right Uh... it doesn't
0: feel like okay so i haven't played bayonetta before but i imagine that when you're playing bayonetta you get more of a sense of her her like sexually charged like motions are just flowing with the game and with the theme and they're like scene appropriate whereas like i kind of just feel like a gynecologist when i press the triangle button you know (laughs) I'm not I don't I don't yeah. really want to have that angle just all of a sudden it's like, oh Jesus, I didn't have consent for this camera angle.
1: <laughs> right. So and that's kind of what I mean is that if 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 Lara had some style, right, yeah. that that had a little bit of sexuality to it, it would be like, all right, she's cool and sexy right mm-hmm. but instead no it's just like this really awkward thing yeah it, th- she, could be, she
0: could be so 007 but instead we get 007's flings you know
1: yeah 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 it's uh so so that part of it is 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 weird maybe it's um, weird to ask 007 of a female character
0: well hang on aren't we about to see that aren't they about to make a new 007 movie with a female bond
1: i don't know or something? uh i i I think I heard, though, that uh, the last James Bond guy uh, is not James Bond anymore. Um,
0: Yeah, Craig Robinson. He's not James Bond. Um, I I know there was like a petition going on to get. um, Fucking Christ, I can never remember his name, but I love the dude. Uh, British, uh, British dude. uh, Black dude from England. (laughs) I could never remember his name, but he does a lot of voice acting and he's really fucking good at voice acting
1: okay and he's from england yeah Yeah. i don't know i
0: don't know why seal keeps coming up but it's not seal Seal. (laughs) (laughs) it's not seal um i can't remember his name it like the 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 other name that comes up is elon musk so if you can find the intersection between seal and elon musk that's the name that's coming to my mind fuck okay okay Uh, um it's killing me i have to look it up i'm sorry
1: Anyway, so Tomb Raider though, Angel of Darkness, basically I kind of said it at the top, but, uh, but yeah, it, it was kind of a tragic game to play through because of the way that like there was this skeleton and this design of a really good game on there that would be very enjoyable, you know, uh, but instead it's got just the most unresponsive, awful controls I've ever used Uh, and then also just other aspects of the game that are super unfinished and weird. But, like... Uh, but yeah, I can't say enough. Like the, the, the good parts of it extends to like the level design, you know, I really like a lot of the the way that a lot of the levels flow where you get through them a certain way, you meet an objective and then your exit from the level is another interesting way to go. And it like really intuitively flows around. And there's a lot of parts where you kind of get there and you're like, all right, what the hell do I have to do in this part? Right. Mm -hmm. And you look around and you kind of say, okay, this part is dangerous because of this sorry or this thing there's a thing i can push or pull idris right? elba that's his name idris oh, elba. okay thank you <laughs> people want him to be james bond
0: i think a lot of people want him to be james Bond. if you hear idris elba's voice you'll understand immediately why he, he, he could definitely be james bond
1: oh sure but yeah like with levels in tomb raider you know you, you get into a spot that's like like I'm saying, you you, you kind of see the things. Oh, this is dangerous, mm. but this is a thing I can interact with, and yada yada. And you kind of put it all together in your head, and you kind of assemble the order on which you need to tackle the level and do the things, right? And you do it, and it all flows, and it works really well, you know? It's just the goddamn controls, and then the things every once in a while that also go completely wrong. Like, the game froze on me twice. Just straight-up oh. locked-up froze, uh, which is not common on PS2. I haven't had that happen yet. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, just uh, a lot of, lot, of, lot of just bizarre stuff that made it Oh, overall a game that I <laughs> would not recommend someone just play through and enjoy. Uh, but I've, if you do something like we did where you have a competition, then it's, it's pretty fun.
0: <laughs> I, I, so I remember watching our, our mutual friend Campbell play uh Sonic 06. And I was like, I think he was like later on in the game. There's a clip I saw of him playing it. So he got to a point where like, he was particularly having trouble remaining on the platforms of the level because he kept falling off in areas of this map that literally weren't finished. <laughs> Like, there weren't any more platforms to land on that should have been there. (laughs) Yeah. So I I wonder if, like, later in the game, this game gets like that. Is it it so bad that you could tell where the developers were just like, bro, like, half the team called in sick last week. I'm just going to hit enter and compile this code and just hope for the best.
1: Uh, I'm going to say, yes, they're like the further along you get into this game, the more you start to see shit like that's totally unfinished, you know, (laughs) or that could have used some more time and, you know, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and you know, like it, it, it reminds me of, I know I keep bringing up this game just to shit on it and I'm sorry, but, uh. Got me thinking about bloodstained ritual of the night, you know. (laughs) Yeah, damn it, we're dragging this one through the mud again. The fucking the the game where it's like every mechanic in the game they spent just enough time on it to where it's functional and then moved on to the next thing, you know. Uh, And and yeah, yeah. Except in this game, not everything did they quite even get to that. Did they quite get there though? You know, some things were still left. Unfinished and uh, well,
0: you know, that's another thing we can talk about. We could talk about how it's like a double edged sword. How back in the day, that uh, if if a dev team felt like the spirit wasn't in it with the team anymore, and you knew, but like maybe maybe say it was one of those games where like you, it was kind of a loss leader where like you're contractually obligated to make this game, but you know, no one's gonna buy it, so you're just like, eh, fuck it, you're throwing it in the rest of the development cycle. Maybe it's like one of those, but like nowadays, we have. We have people on the internet and, and back then I don't think people understand understood just quite how much people like to complain on the internet. Mm-hmm. So if you released a game like that and not to mention like not even like on other social media sites, on like Steam alone, which assumedly is where you might release your game to be propagated on the platforms to sell as best as they can. Steam reviews alone. Dude, if you see anything other than overwhelmingly positive like on that store page as the review section goes, that determines real sales, you know, like that determines whether or not people wait for that game to be on sale for what? 89% or something on like steam summer sale or some shit, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a good thing to bring up because totally, I, I, I don't think that, I don't think that this product was intended to be rushed, uh, because they didn't think people were going to buy it or anything like that. Um, I th- because this is like the PS2 debut for Tomb Raider, which was a huge franchise for the PS1, right? Uh, I think it was probably rushed out to to get out with the movie, you know.
0: Oh, good point. Actually, I didn't think about that. I think the movie did came came out pretty much right on the same time. And, and yeah, damn it, that would make a lot of sense too, with all the money being poured into the cinematics. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. And there is like the movie trailer is on the game disc. If is you, it? you know, on the Yeah, on the main menu if you go to extras, you can watch the movie trailer. I haven't done that yet. Does that happen so, after you beat it or before? Uh before, yeah. Nice. Uh, it's, it's right there on the main menu. So yeah, this sure. game I I I think that that's pretty much what is to blame about it is that they had to push it out for the movie release and Gun. uh yeah i I, you know that's what i blame it all on at least blame it on the movie industry that's why
0: video games are bad yeah the movies you know that's what (laughs) that's despite the fact that that's why the movie game or movie games video game movies come to the theaters anyway um i don't have a whole lot to say about that game because i just haven't gotten that far on it is there anything else you wanted to talk about with that game on?
1: Uh I think I said everything I had to say about it. Mm. I maybe should have written some stuff down. Uh but uh but yeah, that's that's about what I got mm. out of it. Like the the uh, yeah, I I've already said the broad strokes, the grand yeah thing that it's like you it's it's almost extra frustrating when you're playing it that you can see the good game that it could be you know yeah. like you know, I, so close
0: i can kind of feel you on i mean because you've put more hours into it you have more of a definition uh of, of that but like i can see where you're going with this because i when i was playing through it i have to say the only problem that i had with the level design was that certain progression aspects uh in in order to get to the next level only happened when you just fucking walked uh, uh, to a certain nondescript part of the level where it's like there's no like say i had to get up to a stairwell it's like okay well now what do i do in this floor i'm gonna go through these doors okay these doors don't go anywhere These like I'm just like on a floor of an apartment level, you know. I'm just like knock, knock. There's I can't go through these doors. I can't interact with these doors. Fuck! God damn it! What's downstairs? I'm gonna go back downstairs see if there's anything I missed. Go back upstairs. There's no fucking thing on that floor. I go back upstairs. Okay, what the fuck do I do? Keep walking around, and I just I walk to one little part on that floor that i just didn't walk to before there's nothing there visually there's no cue to go there there's no item there there's just oh when i walk there oh the cutscene starts and now i'm in the next level that pissed me off to no end like god damn it
1: (laughs) yeah like man there have been yeah and it's 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 the unfinished thing right with that kind of stuff like um,
0: it's the invisible node in the development when you can literally kind of like interpret the wireframes come into your brain through your eyeballs while you're playing this game. Going, right? If I had just walked here, if I'd just known to walk here to get that invisible node to start the cutscene sequence to go to the next level, then this would have been done ten minutes ago. Like that, I had those
1: instances yeah. a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like there there are certain parts where I do a thing and nothing happens and I and I run around the room some more and then I just do the same thing again, but the second time a cutscene triggers, right? Um or like, oh man, I've just I, I there 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 have been so many things in the game where like I do the right thing, but for whatever reason it doesn't trigger the progression, like you're saying. Uh, and then, and then when I either go back to the, go back to the same spot or do the same thing again, or wait a little longer or something, then like magically progression happens. Oh, so you have to wait in certain places? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that's the right word, but like kind of, I it's, 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 uh, or uh, like, okay. Or one thing is for that a few minutes sometimes. I will be like, okay, what button does this action again? And I'll hit the correct button first, but because of the fucking unresponsiveness of the controls, it doesn't do anything, you know. And I like hit, so I hit all the other buttons, and none of them do the thing I need to do. And I'm like, what the fuck? I have until been I, here. Pr- yeah, until you press the right button that you've tried first again, but this time it does the thing, and it's just it's so goddamn frustrating uh to get through that kind of thing. Dude. Um
0: like like 3 out of every 4 lives that I have in each level are spent <laughs> doing the same fucking thing and then one time it works and then bam, next level.
1: Yeah. And like uh and, and yeah, and, and and that type of thing like in some spots for me it extended to like the puzzles where like I did the puzzle correctly but there's some little detail about the way that I interacted with the object that wasn't exactly correct, and (laughs) so it didn't do anything, you know? So it's only until I give up, like, I'm like... So I look all... I run across the level back and forth for five minutes until I go, okay, nah, this... Has to be the answer because this is the puzzle. This is the clue. It's the only possible answer. And so I go in to do it again, and that time it works. You know, and it's it's so frustrating. I just oh man, I don't
0: under God. Okay, so I for anyone who may be watching this on YouTube or anywhere where there's a comment section, let us know where we should start in the Tomb Raider series because I don't think I. Getting a a sense of the story of Tomb Raider with this game, or or b um, a sense of storytelling at all. Like the game starts off with a cinematic, like oh we broke in or something, someone's framing someone, someone died, and then. This is serious, and then now we're just in a warehouse trying to escape some fucking policeman. That's the, like the flow of the game. Five minutes pass, and you're already here in this scene. So it's like, there's a lot to unpack that doesn't get unpacked for you. It's not a good yeah, that, place to start. Yeah,
1: that'll get better as you go. You'll The story catches up, and you'll grasp okay. most well, of it, I'm sure. It's not that complex, but yeah, goodness. at the start, it's kind of confusing. <laughs> Yeah. Um but yeah, oh definitely. I mean if I'm if I'm gonna play more Tomb Raider, I'll I'll go I'll I'll just start with Tomb Raider on the PS1. And and I'll say that too. This game made me want to play the old Tomb Raiders because again, seeing the good game that it could be makes me think, hey Maybe the PS One games are that good Tomb Raider game, you know, that this one could have been. Because I've always thought Tomb Raider looked really boring, you know. It, uh, it, on PS One, to be
0: honest, like I've have so watched uh, I've watched a few streams of it where it kind of. I have a friend uh, Beerlover666 on Twitch. Shout out if you want to go follow him. Good Norwegian friend. Uh, he plays Tomb Raider a lot because he thinks Tomb Raider is the best game on the fucking planet. I've watched his streams of Tomb Raider, and there's a lot of just quiet nothing happening trying to do a puzzle not a whole lot going on audio wise and i'm just like yeah all
1: right well yeah. yeah it's uh i've always thought tomb raider looked super boring but now that i've played angel of darkness and it's like hey you know what if it if it's like <laughs> this but the controls are decent then maybe if the I controls think it'd be are great. really shitty maybe <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh like if the controls are only kind of shitty, I can deal with that, you know.
0: <laughs> so it's kind of uh. like it's it's would it be fair to call it the Kingsfield effect where like you have this kind of quote-unquote realistic for the time put in context here. Realistic quote-unquote uh feeling of you're in the character because it's hard, you know, that kind of concept where <clears throat> You know how when you're dreaming and it's hu- it it, it's, it sucks to, and it's really fucking hard to throw a punch.:
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
0: You know how you kind of just feel like you are not in control of your body, but you're also in full control, but you don't know how to control it, so you just try to do something and it just kind
1: of goes kaput. Maybe uh, I'm, I'm losing you a little bit, but yeah. what's the point?
0: If you don't know how to control your character very well, does that automatically make the game better because you have a sense of accomplishment from getting through the bad controls?
1: Uh, I don't think so. Is Tomb Raider made better
0: because you feel better from getting through it?
1: (laughs) I mean, well... I. I I would say that the 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 sense of accomplishment that you get from getting through a challenge makes every game better. That's kind of what makes video games so great. Well,
0: yes, but what's the challenge is what I'm asking. It doesn't matter what the challenge okay. is. Uh, so so yes. Castlevania is hard because enemies come at you and you don't have a whole lot of life. This is hard because the controls are
1: dick. A lot of people would say Castlevania is hard because the controls are dick, though, because well, they don't like getting knocked back into pits. They, yeah, so
0: that's just whining,
1: right? exactly so are we whining about tomb raider right now i don't know so it's
0: a different apples and orange comparison because this is a 3d game in arguably still kind of early well by comparison now i mean it's hard to say at the time because like okay well damn it this is another can of worms it's ps2 god damn
1: it 3d should be figured out by now Oh, God, we haven't mentioned the slowdown yet. Oh, fuck, we didn't. Yeah. Do you like how a third of the time in Tomb Raider, it's running at half speed? 17 frames a second, yeah. (laughs) It's fun
0: when I get to a rooftop and all of a sudden I think a boss is running at me because it becomes a nightmare where, like, why is everything going so slow? Why did I get this blur mask on everything? Why is the game running in 15 frames a second? What's going on? Oh, I just need to look that way, and the game clears back up. What the fuck happened there?
1: Yeah, sometimes it feels like it's not even necessarily what the camera is aiming at, but rather just where you're standing. Yeah, it's like a,
0: and that's the thing about like do do do. Okay, so PC gamers can maybe uh, understand here. So when you put a frame rate counter in your PC game on, you know, you see you want that solid, crispy frame, sixty frames a second you notice how when you go into a building and you look at the ceiling there's like nothing on the screen to render so your frames drop or shoot up instantly to 60 frames a second if you have VSync on to, to calibrate to 60 hertz so like it's like so smooth as fuck but then you go outside and it's all rough again because it's, it's just got more gpu load it's more to render so you think look over here in the sky where there's less shit to render and the frame rate will not dip anymore but no dude you're right dude you just go in the area and no matter what you just slow down the game just sucks in this area (laughs) yeah (laughs) like why is it slowing down there's there's no event happening over here there's like not enemies being spawned what why the fuck is the game optimized so poorly to where where you walk on this corner of the skyscraper it just sucks
1: yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's something, um, it, you know, especially like, you know, you got to like crowbar the door and stuff and you're just watching like the whole animation go by at half speed and all that. And, <laughs> oh,
0: God, um, I, I haven't gotten to one of those points yet.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, it's oh, man. So, yeah, that's another thing about it. But no, no, no. The thing about the controls and my uh, my joke about whining is that like with Castlevania and stuff, the controls are tight and responsive, you yeah, know, very and tight. that's that's the thing.
0: Maybe not tight on on. Maybe it's not good controls and it's not tight and how it's suited for in how you're emulating it. But on the NES, it feels just fine.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomb Raider: Angel of Darkness, on the other hand, but Tomb on the very p- loose.
0: And I was just about to ask you, actually, do you know if this was a multi-platform game? I don't think it was because it's a PS. It's like Tomb Raider has just always been a Sony series, right?
1: Yeah. For some reason, I thought that it was on GameCube, but uh, no. yeah, it it no, it, it it I believe it was on PS2, and I think it's on PC also.
0: I, I I would not be surprised if there are one or two Tomb Raider Xbox games that just had maybe a licensing deal go through. Wouldn't be surprised, but I'm pretty sure Tomb Raider is largely a PlayStation series only. So that begs the question, if it's optimized and developed for the PS2, why did it have so many problems in its performance? Like, why did it have such bad frame drops?
1: Right, and I'm sure part of that is the unfinished aspect of it as well, you know? Just, like, not the, enough time to optimize it, or right?
0: Or maybe something is just, no, because it's just when you go there. No, it's not. It's not when you go there, is it? Because it's when you just kind of look... I don't know, man. I it's it maybe it's like a background process going on. I don't know.
1: Right. But yeah, I, I don't I don't know. What I don't
0: have it. yeah, I don't have much else to say about about this game. Um I mean, once I beat it, maybe I'll have more, but thematically, I think it's largely going to remain the same of this game sucks uh design-wise, maybe not story-wise, maybe not th- you know, movie-wise, but um, I've been working a whole lot of overtime, so I didn't get a whole lot of time to play other games and get anything else to talk about this week. So,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, I I've got other stuff, but it can wait until next time for sure. It yeah, can, we, this can just be a short Tomb Raider episode. Yeah, we started, um, but will tell you, like the, later. the yeah. I right, I fucked up, and we were, and we so we started late. Um, well, good man. But yeah, uh, I I, I would say like the further you get into it, also if if. If you have a similar experience to I did, then I did, you'll even think the further you get, like, man, even the design is good, you know? Mm. It's just the controls and certain things being super unfinished, right? And like everything else is good.
0: That's well, good to hear. There. Maybe it'll be easier to get through then.
1: Yeah, well, or. But that comes with its own level of frustration, though, you know, Oh, good. Of like, man, I just I can see it. I can see the game I should be playing.
0: Let, let me ask this. OK, so we have a group of friends on Twitch that are running this. So we have like an Excel sheet of people tracking times. It's you. Cam Cam mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. maybe one other person that have finished it. And I think, like me, Tallinn and like two other people haven't finished it. I think I'm kind of neck and neck progress-wise with the other people. If 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 I keep up with this Excel document and find out other people put down times before me and beat the game before, is it worth just finishing it? Is it worth going through the effort of just finishing the goddamn race?
1: Yeah, it's a fun game. I, I don't know. Like I, in the end, I had fun because of the but. I sort of had fun, though, because, like, I was... Um, because you knew it's, it was bad. Well, yeah, and, and and like, it's only me and Camel that have finished it so far. Okay. Um, but, like, I was looking at... He finished it first, so I was looking at his times on every level, you know, and trying to beat his times on every level. <laughs> and and we were kind of neck and neck. Like, there there were a lot of levels that I there were a lot of levels that I did worse than him on, you know? And so that, that was part of what kept it fun for me, uh, was having someone that I was pretty close with to compete with on it, you know? Yeah. For the record, I, I finished, uh, uh, 90 minutes faster. <laughs>
0: so that's it. Damn. That's actually pretty good. That's significant. <laughs>
1: uh, there, there were a couple levels that had like huge chunks that I got faster. And, and one of them actually was kind of, okay, so The first boss of the game, he very frustratedly died over and over and could not figure out how to beat for 90 minutes and then was just like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to look it up and establish a rule now where anyone else. Either after ninety minutes they can also look it up, or they can just look it up right away and add ninety minutes to their timer. Yeah. Whatever. Right. He he had to look it up to get through that boss, and then make that rule to make up for it. Now, problem is that gives me a huge advantage because I'm going to go into that boss going, okay, it's something fucked, right? Yeah. Seriously, so not-
0: looking for stupid shit.
1: Exactly, and so I I I got through that boss. I, I saved about like uh, fifty minutes on him on oh, that shit. boss, you know. Uh, so yeah, yeah, so so I, I had an advantage on that. Yeah, I also think just seeing his times gave me a little bit of an advantage as well because things like if I go into a level and I see, oh, it took him seventeen minutes to beat this level. You know, what to now. Expect. Yeah, now I kind of know, okay, this is a shorter level. I have a better idea of where to use my saves and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I think that gave me a little bit of an advantage.
0: I can see that, yeah. I mean, that makes sense, yeah. maybe But
1: I still kicked his ass, though. His ass has been kicked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yay, Campbell's ass getting kicked. I'm going to cheer because I'm... That's about the only time I'm going to be able to cheer that.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see how you. We'll see how you turn out, shape up, and uh, okay, I'll I, I. I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll see. <laughs> we'll we'll see how you end up on it, and maybe we'll have a little bit more to say about it next week. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll uh, talk to you guys next podcast. We will be live uh, one or two two wen- one Wednesday from now. I don't know how to time that out. Two weeks from now, if you guys are catching this live, and uh, whenever you are kind enough to check us out, if
1: you're catching us on the download.
0: Appreciate Hell y'all.
1: Hell yeah. All right. Y'all have a good night. See ya.